Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. As always, I'm your host Shravan. we got Tony here with us. Hey everyone. And we're back with another episode after a little while. The last one we actually recorded was the Batman, which is about three weeks ago from the time we're recording now. And uh, we were meant to record probably two or three episodes in this cap, uh, but we, we haven't had a chance to catch up. So we, this is what's called a catch-up episode where we do three episodes in one. It's random thoughts. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about three new things or newish things. I guess they're not. Some of them are not even that new now. Uh, but we're going to give our thoughts on, firstly, Peacemaker the series. So we were going to do a, a more detailed review of this, but since it's been out for a while and um, most people have already seen it, we'll do an abbreviated review. We'll talk a little bit of spoilers, and then we'll get into two new two new movies that came out in the same weekend. Both on streaming services, constantly. So one was The Adam Project, starring Ryan Reynolds. And the other one was Turning Red, which is a Pixar animation movie, which is their third or fourth movie that's gone straight to Disney Plus uh, in a row. So they had... Soul. Soul, yeah. I think that was Luca. their first one. Yeah, Soul was the first one, then Luca, then this. Yes, yeah, so it's yeah, their third three. one. And then Onward was only in cinemas for like a week, and then... And then it went to streaming as mm. well. But anyway, we'll be talking about those three in that order. So we'll start with Peacemaker. Now, it's been a little while since we've watched this. So this is probably going to be the worst review on the internet for Peacemaker, but let's mm. let's go with it. We'll just have to try and remember stuff. It's yes. been like a month since I've watched it. Yeah. I yeah. watched it all in one shot. So they did release episodes week by week. Were you watching it week by week? Mm. So the first episode I watched a very long time ago. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I watched them basically all at once. Like, I think I watched the first four in one sitting, and then I watched the uh, last four. Was that eight episodes altogether? 
eight or nine, something like that. Yeah, eight episodes. So I watched I watched them in like basically two sittings. Uh, so it first came out on the thirteenth of January, the first episode, and it's uh, exclusive to HBO Max here in Australia. It's on a streaming service called Binge. Uh, if you want to watch it, and you're in Australia, uh, I'm not sure about what's happening in other countries because I'm pretty sure HBO Max is still only in America at the moment. Possibly. Yeah. Not sure. So that's probably another reason why a lot of people, not a lot of people were talking about this because it's not that accessible. I think it was big in America. Yeah. I it's think, big in the circles that I'm in. So, yeah. But they watch all the comic book stuff anyway. So I didn't hear that much about it. Like, even on YouTube and stuff, there weren't that many critiques of this compared to like Boba Fett, for example. I think that had a bit more, like just a bit more reception for that. Maybe because Disney Plus is basically in every country now. But anyway, Peacemaker. So it's a series that's a follow-up from The Suicide Squad, James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. This series is also created by James Gunn, and it's starring John Cena, who plays the Peacemaker. Uh, So if you haven't seen The Suicide Squad, I guess this is kind of a spoiler. (laughs) Well, it is a spoiler because the series exists, and it is a follow-up from Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is a movie that we both liked and... Obviously, not enough people really watch because it didn't do that well. You mean the first Suicide Squad? So, the first Suicide Squad, the uh, David Ayer Suicide Squad. Yeah. That one. You really of- like. No. I- it's your favorite movie. Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah. It's You've watched it a lot of times. Yeah. Because Jared Leto is your favorite actor. Well. That's why I watched it, to see why you like Jared Leto so much. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen House of Gucci? No. Yeah. But I hear you made that movie. <laughs> well, I actually <laughs> did made you give, Morbius. Yeah. Did you give Jared Leto all the direction in that movie? You told him how to act? He just does his own own thing. He's yeah. a method actor. Like he turns up and he's a different person every day. <laughs> it's like, who's this guy? It's Jared Leto. But no, he's not. It's some other guy. Like Jared, I saw Jared Leto yesterday. It was, some, it was another person. Who's this guy? Anyway, he's a method actor. Yes. Uh, but that's a different movie is <laughs> a different thing yeah it is uh we'll be talking about jared letter probably next week for morbius so looking forward to that yes yep yeah the suicide squad so james gunn's a suicide squad not enough people watched the first suicide squad probably too many people watched because it did actually did pretty well mm. made like over 700 million um, not that many people liked it though not that many people liked it whereas the few people that watched the suicide squad most people actually liked it yeah so it's got james gunn stuff this show as did the suicide squad movie it is definitely R-rated, so it's pretty violent, lots of swearing, and it's what you expect from a, an R-rating, uh, an R-rated show. But I overall, I I had a very good time with it. I think it's probably probably one of the best superhero shows at the moment, like live-action superhero shows. Yeah, yeah. Probably one of the best ones. People say it's, yeah. Well, yeah. people put it above most of the Marvel shows. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's for everyone. Like, I, I can see some people not enjoying this. Like, if they don't like the humor, mm. uh, there is a lot of humor. And it's it's like, it reminded me a lot of another James Gunn thing, like Guardians of the Galaxy 1, like the humor in that, but R-rated. Mm. Uh, so, it's like similar. It's a lot of, like, people in a room talking to each other and, like, one guy just goes on a long rant about something. Yeah, just unrelated. Yeah. Something unrelated completely rant. unrelated. But yeah. it's, yeah, it's funny. It's and funny, they do that yeah. a lot. Mostly John Cena does yeah. it, but other characters do it too. I think it's all um, ad-libbed as well. So there's this other character called Vigilante who's in it as well. And yeah, he's, he's hilarious. Uh, he was my favorite character. 
Yeah, I liked him as well. I think yeah. uh, him and uh, John Cena was was pretty funny as well. Uh, Robert Patrick is in it as his father. He's, and he's just like, like a racist he's like, guy, yeah. Nazi guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like pr- probably the worst person you could ever meet. Yeah, um, yeah. He was he was pretty good in it. I think everyone in terms of casting was pretty good. James Gunn's wife's in it. Yes, she's. Um, she was also in Suicide Squad. Jennifer Holland, I yes. think is her name. Amanda Waller is briefly in it. Uh, but yep. she plays a pretty like she's in the background, but she plays a key role, I guess. Uh, I thought the story was not that great, to be honest. But the story was about this butterfly phenomenon thing. Uh, yeah, not like the butterfly effect, which is a a different. Thing. That's a different thing. Yes. Initially, when they say it, he thinks it's like a metaphor for something, but no, it's just it's actual literally butterflies. A butterfly. So yeah. it's, it's this alien species. It's like an alien invasion kind of show. Of butterflies. Yeah, yeah. and they. Um, What's that other movie like Body Snatchers or whatever? It's, it's yeah, kind it's of like that, that as well. Yeah. Like they take over humans and um, they're slowly infu- infiltrating the U.S. government, I think, or like senators yeah, to everyone. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's about that. And then Peacemaker is recruited because it's like an undercover operation thing. They don't want anyone to know about it. And Peacemaker is a criminal, so they don't really care. It's kind of like Suicide Squad. Like they don't really care what happens to him. Yeah. So yeah, they they recruit him, and then Vigilante just. Rocks up essentially, yeah, uh, and they they form like this small team. So it's got a lot of parallels with James Gunn's other stuff. Like they form this like small team slash family type thing mm. as well, and they like they all hate each other at first, and then they learn to then like, they each, like other. each other. Yeah, so it's got all of that stuff, but it's well done. There's a bit of a trend with James Gunn, James Gunn's work. Like they're all kind of similar in a way. Yeah. Uh, do you think that's going to get old? I don't know. I think he probably adds enough of a fresh take in each one to make it interesting. There's always like a cute animal. In this case, it's an eagle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's. I think he's smart enough to kind of make it original. Yeah, and not just make a formula essentially. Yeah. And yeah. he also uses music in this, like he does in other movies as well. Yeah, not uh, to the extent of other movies, but it's still in it. Yeah, a little bit. Well. We got to talk about the opening credits because yes, yeah, that is best opening credits. Yes, I I normally skip the opening credits of most things. I did skip this one once. I actually went back to watch watched it a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, so it's got this choreographed dance move that, and all the different cast members get involved in it. You you just got to watch it to, to it's on YouTube. Yeah, just watch it. Uh, it's yeah, it's interesting. It's probably the highlight of the show for me. And have you seen all the memes? From it, like they've combined, um, like No Way Home. You know when they do the Ned does the portal thing and yeah. gets a different other Peter, spoilers for No Way Home. By the he way, gets the people in. Yeah, yeah. The the other Peter Parkers. Um, instead of the Peter Parkers, they sh- they just showed John Cena walking through doing the the move. Yeah, with the music. <laughs> with the music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's the the intro is very good. And yeah, there's a lot of other characters. Like there's this character that's sort of new to this area. And she's she forms a pretty important relationship with Peacemaker, and then uh, who else is in the team? There's that leader dude, and you find out stuff about him later. And then there's also the like the IT guy, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who was also in the Suicide Squad. But yeah, it was I had a good time with it. I think it's worth a watch if you like superhero stuff. It's one of the better DC things. I think we could yeah. do like a brief spoiler thing with. Uh, yeah, we'll do some brief spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't seen Peacemaker and you care about spoilers, go watch it and come back to this point. 
So spoilers wise, so obviously, firstly, that I forgot his name, the leader guy. I thought he was Amanda Waller for a second. I'm like, why is he looking like? Why does Amanda but Waller? But he's look a so guy. Good? Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, why does Amanda? Because his voice isn't like the most masculine voice. Mm. So I was like, okay. yeah, I was like, oh, is that Amanda Waller? But obviously, it's some someone else, some guy. But he's yeah. a butterfly. But he's a good butterfly. Yeah, yeah, he's a good butterfly. Uh, and you find out that later because Peacemaker has a helmet that can do X-ray vision. I think. But he is against what the other butterflies are doing. And then there's these cops that are also searching for them. And then towards the end of the series, one of the cops becomes a butterfly or the butterfly takes over. When the butterfly dies, so like you have to kill the person, but the butterfly can still survive because they're like in the brain. Yeah. And John Cena, a peacemaker, keeps one of them, right? Yeah. Keeps the leader. Keeps the leader, but he yeah. doesn't know it's a leader. But it turns out like they're kind of not that bad. Well, they're like, they're trying to protect humanity from itself, kind of. And you see that, yeah, like Peacemaker's ideology is similar. It will like kill anyone to yeah. protect anyone. Yes. But then he kind of changes as the show goes on. Yeah, and you mm. kind of do get on the side of, like Peacemaker's still a, like, he's not a good person. But uh, you kind of see where he's coming from. Like he had a pretty traumatic childhood. Uh, and his father's like the worst person the worst. in the world, yeah. as we've already uh, described him as. Um, so you kind of see where he's come from, and he's not technically that bad. Uh, could have been worse. Show. Yeah, by the end of yeah, it definitely could have been worse. Uh, and his father was was he like the original peacemaker? Or like- no, he was um, White Dragon because he's got his own suit. It looks like a Power Rangers villain. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he, they do have a confrontation with his father eventually. So, firstly, Vigilante. So, him and Peacemaker are like f- friends but not friends kind of thing. Um, Vigilante's friends with him but Peacemaker isn't friends with him. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then Vigilante actually goes to jail at one point just to kill his father. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he doesn't end up doing it. And then, yeah, and then his father does get out and then Peacemaker kills him anyway at, towards the end. The finale I thought was... Fine. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't as good. I think the strength of this show is the comedy. I think the action was not, you know, nothing that spectacular. It was okay, but nothing spectacular. I think the, the action in the Disney Plus shows is probably better, mm. uh, but the comedy in this is, uh, is yeah, is definitely better. So I think the strength is the comedy and the characters. Uh, the action is whatever. And then there's a little surprise at the end. There's a, yeah, there's a little surprise. So you see the Justice League turn up. Yeah. Uh, so who calls them in? Was it Amanda Waller? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they talk to her, right? And yeah, then, her yeah. daughter talks to her. And yeah. Then, oh, yeah. yeah, and the the person that is in the team, uh, one of the people in the team is Amanda Waller's daughter, and she's not even a, like, she's in a, this Not field. an agent. Yeah. yeah. She's just She was like a, a person. pet. Therapist or something? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, so she's definitely, like, not meant to be doing this stuff. But then you find out that she's, like, her and Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller basically got her the job because she couldn't get a job anywhere else. And then, All right. Um, yeah, yeah Cameo's Justice at, League. Yep. Cameo's at the end. Yeah, Justice League. But you only see Aquaman and Flash. Yeah, and Wonder Woman's there as a silhouette and yes. Superman's there as a silhouette. Yes, but they're not. It's not Gal Gadot and... Uh, no. Yep. And Henry Cavill. But, yeah, Aquaman, you actually see uh, Jason Momoa. And he talks. And, and, yeah. yeah. Who are the only two characters that still have movies. 
at the moment. That are coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So moment. that's yeah. probably why it was easy to shoot it. Is Henry Cavill actually coming back? Don't think so. Bit of a shame. I think he he's actually good, but he just has never been in a good movie. Just been in Zack Snyder movies. Yeah. So maybe the, if they put him in a movie that's not directed by Zack Snyder, maybe he'll be he'll actually be good. Maybe he'll make a cameo in one of the other movies. Yeah, possibly. Or Flash, like everyone's in that movie by the sounds of it. Anything else on Peacemaker? No, I enjoyed it though. Yeah, I think yep. it's, yeah. It's and there's a watch. season two coming, so yes, be good. Yeah. Really like Vigilante. I like Vigilante too. Yeah. yeah, they actually refilmed a lot of Vigilante stuff. Oh, because someone else played him originally. Oh, okay. Like for ninety percent of the show, nah, he just uh, didn't agree with some of the creative directions. But so they already refil- filmed most of it. Yeah, but then they refilmed the rest. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. I think if it was a situation where they were just going to kill the character, they would have just kept it. But yeah. because he stays alive at the end, they probably wanted to get someone else continuity. I think that's all I had. So let's jump into which one should we do next? Whichever. Adam Project, while I try to remember turning red. Sure. All right. uh, Adam. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
project. So this is a movie starring Ryan Reynolds, and uh, it's directed by Sean Levy, who directed Free Guy. Guy. Yeah. And some Stranger Things. And some Stranger Things, yes. Surprisingly, a lot of people, like, I thought Free Guy was good, but, like, not amazing. But a lot of people put it in that in their top movies of last year. So people mm. really liked it. People enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. Thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was good too. I just didn't think it was amazing. So they've again reunited to make this movie, which has uh, got a lot of Marvel people in it as well. So it's got mm. uh, Jennifer Garner. It's got uh, Zoe Saldana. And it's also got Mark Ruffalo. 13 going on 30. Yeah. It's a reunion of, of them. And uh, Zoe Saldana's in a lot of other stuff. A lot of stuff. She's in lots of big budget movies. Yes. She's in, well, she's in Avatar and, and she's in the top Avengers. two highest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. yeah. She was in Titanic as well. Oh, yeah. She was the boat. <laughs> <laughs> she did motion, motion capture yeah. the boat. <laughs> she would have been like, maybe yeah. not a kid, but like maybe a teenager when that came out. Yeah. She's very talented. <laughs> so um, this is a time travel movie. Yeah. Came exclusively. On. They also cast a kid in it who is yeah, who's young. Ryan who Reynolds. they had to go back in time and get Ryan Reynolds and then bring him forward because that kid's basically Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, they write him like he's essentially just Ryan Reynolds. Like the yeah. jokes and everything are the same. I'll get into that in a second. But it, it's exclusively out on Netflix. The budget was 116 million, so it's a decent sized budget. I want to talk about the kid because. When Ryan Reynolds was a kid, do you think he was the same? I, think- I don't know, but this kid is Ryan Reynolds. Like, yeah. this is Ryan Reynolds. I don't know if Ryan Reynolds was like this when he's a kid. It like the kind of jokes that a kid version of Ryan Reynolds would make. Like, yeah. it, it just sounds like... What- it sounds like a kid who watches a lot of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, making and- Ryan Reynolds jokes. If, yeah. It doesn't feel like when if you were actually a kid, you would make... But maybe Ryan jokes. Reynolds was that like that... For his whole life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, this kid, there's an interview with the kid and he's uh, he's like, I've watched Deadpool more than I've been outside. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually really funny. He's he's like Ryan Reynolds, but a kid, essentially. Okay. Yeah. He probably sh- he's not that old, right? Probably shouldn't be watching Deadpool. Yeah. Well, at yeah. the start of the interview, he's like, <laughs> they're like, have you seen Deadpool? He's like, I can't say for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually really funny. I genuinely find him funny. Yeah. So I watched probably three quarters of this movie and I know like I know how it ends and everything. So I thought it was fine. I think Free Guy is probably better than this, but it had interesting elements. I like some of the mm. time travel elements. I just thought it was a little bit like you watch it and it's just a little bit forgettable like I think it's the end's actually quite emotional in a certain way. Yeah. Where it like it's not an action movie. It's got some action in it. But it's more kind of emotional and like family oriented, I guess. Yeah, because it's about this young kid who just lost his father like last year or something, and it's it's yeah, it's about that. And then his father was like a uh, some sort of scientist uh, that that um, founded time travel, and then it's about that essentially. And Ryan Reynolds comes back, and yeah, the future's days of future past or whatever. But yeah, it's like about like damaged family relationships i guess and yeah the kid's a bit of an asshole to his mum, and the so older mom's... ryan reynolds resents his dad uh his mum's jennifer garner yes yeah. his dad's mark ruffalo his dad's mark ruffalo yeah so like the older ryan reynolds grows up and he realizes he was an ass to his mum, but he's like it's too late yep yeah and then he's 
yeah, he resents his dad for not spending enough time with him. But yeah, they all have a chat at the end and gets very sentimental and then kind of leaves off. They do reset the future in, in a certain way. And I think time travel isn't created. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is spoilers for the movie, by the way. But yes. yes. Yeah. They both go into there. The first thing they do is Ryan Reynolds ends up in the kids' timeline, but then they have to go further to- further back as well. And then that's when they meet Mark Ruffalo. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they go further back and then before, obviously before he dies. Yeah. Uh, and then they- And then they have to destroy the company that makes the time travel, yes. essentially. So that's kind the of like story. Terminator. It's so got it's- like lightsaber- Stuff. Type stuff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's not, it's not very original. I don't think the story's anything special. I yeah. think it's more like the interaction relationships, I guess. Yeah, between yeah. the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wasn't watching it with a lot of concentration. That might be why as well, because it was on Netflix. So I was kind of doing something, and I had it in the background, and I found it fine. But I think in terms of Netflix movie, it's probably top tier. I thought Red Notice was maybe a bit more enjoyable. I think this is better than Red Notice. I, I'd probably put it about the same. Like, n- nothing amazing either way, but... I think it's pretty good. Uh, probably more people should watch it. Okay. It's probably a movie that would be good to watch with family as well. Okay. Like, the end, if you watch the end, you probably would have a different view of it. It's, okay, it's yeah, quite. Probably- it's quite good. Like, there's the conversations between Mark Ruffalo, the kid... And Ryan right. Reynolds is quite good at the end. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it properly. Yeah. Like, I'll actually watch it end to end. All right. So, you, you rank it up there with the top yeah. Netflix movies. And I think people do like it because Sean Levy got, um, he's going to direct Deadpool 3 for Marvel. So, they clearly they clearly do rate what he's putting up, the trilogy of Ryan Reynolds and uh, Sean Levy. When did they announce the Deadpool thing? After, after this came out. After this came out. I just thought that there was one part where there's like this electromagnet or something. You know the part I'm talking about, right? Where they the villain shoots a bullet and then the bullet gets... Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gets like attracted. Look, the CGI is a great, like, but it's a Netflix movie. Yeah. I don't think the CGI is any worse than... Still 116. Like, it's like not a small Netflix movie. So. Yeah, but it's no worse than like Red Notice and CGI. Yeah. I, well, mm. I guess Red Notice was bigger than this in terms of budgets. So. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's. They do de age one of the characters and it doesn't look great. And I think they age Jennifer Garner and she doesn't look great when she's aged. It should be uh, easier to age people, you would have thought. Yeah. Like you just put makeup, like, or don't put makeup. But yeah, yeah I think they did a decent job. All right, Turning Red. So this is a movie you haven't seen. No. It is on Disney Plus, as I explained before. It's directed by Domi Shi. So do you remember that that short movie about a dumpling or whatever? Oh, yeah. 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 So yep. she directed that one. And this is loosely based off her own experiences. So it's a movie set in Toronto. Uh, and it's a, I'm going to say a Chinese family. They speak Cantonese, actually, so, yeah, they might be from Hong Kong or, or from mainland China, but it's about a girl, a 13-year-old girl that lives in Toronto with her family, and she's got a group of friends, and her mother is very overbearing, uh, so she's like a typical Asian parent, so she doesn't let her child do fun stuff, but the child's, like, kind of okay with it. Like, she's like, this is my life. But then one day she turns into a red panda, a big red panda. It's an allegory for puberty. It is. 
I would and, say the movie, but I know yeah. that's what it is. And it yeah. turns out to be like a, a family inherited thing. So they're descendants of some god or something that turned into a red panda at some stage. <laughs> and all the women in their family get this gene. And when they turn 13, they turn into a big red panda. Yeah, so it's essentially an allegory for puberty, but it talks about a lot of other things like Asian families growing up in a foreign country and having bringing their beliefs across, but then also trying to integrate with Western society and things like that, which we've sort of experienced. Not the best Pixar movie. Like, I'm, it's good. So it's a good movie, but at the same time, it does tackle like adult themes, but it is targeted more towards kids, especially towards... A lot of people that have criticized this movie say that they can't relate to it because it's like a little bit, it's like a step too far for some people. Like it's like it's for younger, younger kids. Yeah. Like, firstly, yeah. it's, uh, I think girls will probably relate to it more. And then if you're like an, from an Asian family, you'll probably relate to it more. And then there's a lot of stuff around like Toronto and stuff. So if you're like Canadian, you might relate to it more. So, like, there's some people who are just like several degrees of separation from this. So if you're like a, white adult male you probably won't see much from this movie but, but white adult males are targeted for most movies so it's okay to have one movie that's that, not targeted to them yeah that's right yeah <laughs> so a lot of like criticism that has come to this movie is like oh we can't relate to it but it probably wasn't made for those people uh for me i thought it was pretty good uh because i could relate to some of it at least and um their comedy is good. It's got the typical Pixar type comedy. Uh, it's got a lot of fun scenes with the, the Red Panda. And it's about like, it's also about like growing up and uh, realizing your responsibility and then also like detaching yourself from what your parents want you to do. So her mom's like, you know, she wants her to be like an A plus student and be very academic and not get involved with boys and things like that. But then she wants to do that. But like in her like heart of hearts, she doesn't actually want to do that. So it's kind of like about that realization. She wants to be well. an A plus student. I don't know if she does. But she wants to be a doctor. <laughs> there's, this, okay, there's this really funny part. So spoilers for this movie. There's a really funny part where the mum, this is like towards the end of the movie and the mum, so the mum already knows that she's a red panda. So like that's all known because it she inherited it from her mum. But what she doesn't know is that she's been using her red panda powers to like make money to go to this boy band concert so that there's this uh, there's this uh subplot where all her friends want to go to this boy band concert and they're kind of like equivalent of backstreet boys so this is also set in like 2002 so it's like uh yeah 20 years ago throwback so they want to go to this concert but they can't afford it but then they use the red panda skills to like make money like they like they do like parties and stuff and she she attends them as the panda and then uh people pay her and they make money from it and then one night she goes out when she's meant to be at home sleeping and her mum looks under her bed and she finds out like all this stuff that she's been doing without her mum knowing. So like that she's been scheduling these parties and uh, meetups and stuff as a red panda. But then she finds this corner where she's got all these assignments uh, where she didn't get an A plus. Like one of them is like a B plus. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hidden under her bed. It's like B plus. <laughs> um, so that was pretty funny. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's good. It's uh, insight into a different culture, uh, insight into a different country. Like it's not in the US like all the other numerous other movies that have come out. So it's something a bit different. Animation is top notch. So it's a bit of a. I'm not sure why Disney is 
releasing all of these movies to Disney Plus. It's and it's not even like I'm not complaining that we don't have to pay for it. It's not like those premier access things. So it's just straight to Disney Plus. But I think this movie would have been good to watch on a big screen because the animation's quite quite colorful and just like any other Pixar movie, it's very nice. So I think it might have done okay if they released it in the cinema as well. But mm. um yeah, it's it's good. And it's got music by um I just forgot her name. The the one that sung No Time to Die. Billy Eilish. Eilish. Billy Eilish, yeah. It's yeah. got music by Billy Eilish. Yep. Uh, I was gonna say Bailey Eilish. <laughs> uh yeah. So her and uh there's yeah, the, the boy band stuff, the music is composed by her. Okay. Yeah. But she's a girl. Yeah, she doesn't sing it. Someone else sings it. Okay. Um but yeah, it's got music by her. I think my wife liked it more than me. Like I liked it, but I think my wife liked it more. Yeah, it's weird that all the Pixar stuff's going to Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah. But the next one definitely isn't. So the next one is Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear movie. Mm. That one's uh, definitely going to cinemas. Yeah. Worth a watch, I think. That one's also quite good. Uh, not many people are talking about this one either. Maybe because it's when things get released to streaming, I think it just kind of goes under the radar a little bit. So not many people like talk about it or watch it in some cases. I think people like watch it in their own time, I guess. No, yeah. one, no one tries to. Like, watch it straight away. Yeah. 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 It's not, like, anticipated. Just checking if Lightyear is releasing in movies. I thought it was releasing straight to Disney+. Plus. Double check. I'm pretty sure they said that one was going to go to Disney+, Plus, but because I feel like that's too big of a property to just put on Disney+. Plus. Okay. No, it is releasing theatrically. Yeah, so that's that. So we've done a bit of a catch-up episode. I don't have anything else to say on Turning Red, so next week... We are watching. There's three movies coming out in Australia all on the same day. One is Morbius, which is a movie that we've been highly anticipating. So it's coming out on the first of April. So is this like some kind of joke? Possibly. <laughs> uh, they just kept delaying it until they could get that first of April. Yeah, because <laughs> the movie itself is a joke. And then apart from that, we've got Lost City, which we weren't. We probably weren't going to watch it anyway, but it's getting some good reviews, so maybe we'll we'll watch it at some stage. And uh, the other one is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog 1 was a surprisingly decent movie, so we'll probably watch Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's got uh, Tails in it and Knuckles in it. And Jim Carrey's back. We'll see. We'll see how that one goes. So we'll probably watch. I think Morbius will be the one we do first, and then we'll see how the other ones go. And uh, I'm in the process of you, – you would have noticed that we haven't released an episode since Batman because I'm in the process of editing this massive episode for Boba Fett, which went for a very long time. I think it's our longest episode. It's went for almost three hours. So I'm just trying to get that into a digestible format for people because you probably don't want to listen to us for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, if people want to get in touch with us and tell us about their thoughts on any of these three things that we reviewed today, how they go about it. So we can be contacted on all platforms at Cognitive Recalibration or you can give us an email at Cognitive Recalibration Podcast at gmail.com. So we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are on TikTok, but not much on there at the moment. Okay, and uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can do so via giving us a review on Spotify or iTunes because uh, that makes us more discoverable on search engines. So I think Spotify is by far our most popular platform. So there is a mechanism for you to give us reviews on Spotify now, so please do so. Okay, hope you're all staying safe and we'll see you next time. Catch you in the next one. See you later. Bye. 
Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.